I once forgot to brush my teeth for five minutes. I didn't actually sell my last car. I just forgot where I parked it. I don't know who Al Gore is, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. When they say 2% milk, I don't know what the other 98% is. When I was a baby, my head was a big scientist did experiments on me. I once threw beer in a swan, and then it attacked my niece, Rebecca. Welcome into another episode of the Nothing Catchy Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Dewey. Here to talk about week seven in the NFL, how it turned out, how things are panning out in this awesome league called the Nothing Catchy League. I hope you've all had a great week. I hope you're enjoying this podcast and everything we're doing. Um, I learned a lot about my league mates this this week. Um, you know, it's only a small eight-team league. But there's a lot of us who are into technology and have our own either followings or streams or things like that. And so I just want to give a quick shout out. If anybody is interested in following me on Twitter, um, my Twitter handle is MichaelDewey99. So that's Michael, like normal, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Dewey, D-E-W-E-Y, 99 on Twitter. And I figured I'd toss out our league commissioner, Jake Prosser's, Twitter as well. If anybody wants to follow him, if anyone is listening to this who's not in our league, for example, um, Jake Prosser can be found on Twitter at Jacob Pro underscore. So that's Jacob, J-A-C-O-B, Pro, P-R-O underscore. Uh, yeah, he has in his picture Jake's Place, which is one of his personal endeavors that he's doing, which is pretty cool. Uh, he interviews different people on different topics. Um, so go check him out on YouTube as well. Um, and then one other person will uh, will give a sh- little shout out for who does their own um, like uh, hot takes or uh, sports commentary or things like that is Dion. Uh, Dion is in our league as well. His Twitter handle is Hulses Hot Takes. So that's H U L S E S Hot Takes H O T T A K E S. Um, that's on Twitter. The reason I'm call, uh, giving him a shout out as well is he does his own Twitch streaming. So he can be actually found on Mahomes, Mahomeboy TV uh, for Twitch. So twitch.tv forward slash Mahomeboy TV. So if this seems like something fun, if you think all these people that I've mentioned so far are pretty cool people um, and you would like to be part of our group um, and hang out with us, um, engage with one, one of the three of us on Twitter. And uh, we think we're going to be opening up this league to more people than just the eight people next year. And it'd be pretty fun to, you know, allow the listeners, anybody who is not in our league right now, who's been enjoying the podcast or, you know, Jake's place or Mahome boy TV on Twitch, any of those things. Um, let us know if you're interested in being part of the league and we'll see if we can get you guys in um, next year and you can be part of this and we, you can be part of the roast um, or part of the success. You know, I, I have to wear, you know, we may want to instead um, of having that pot pool of money, you know, for the winner that we're thinking about doing, um, we should make the loser have to do some sort of punishment. Um, and I fully admit that that's going to be me because I am one in six in the league right now. The worst record of by far, uh, well, not by far, I guess. Uh, uh, one other person is, has two wins. Team fits. You got one or two wins. So you're you're only one game back from you. But uh, I am doing terrible. Absolutely terrible. I think one of the next times, I was thinking about this while I was putting together the episode today. 
I should do some research on all of my terrible, terrible opinions of what was going to be the case uh, for this year that were far, far from it. Um, the one that I was thinking off the top of my head is I was sure, absolutely sure, that the Colts were going to be good this year and that Matt Ryan was going to be phenomenal at Indy. I thought he was going to be better than all the people they've had in the past. Um, and I was wrong. I was so wrong. Um, one other one that I was thinking of as well is I was pretty sure Tyree Kill was not going to be that good. I figured he'd be mediocre, but I didn't think he was going to be good. And he's been really good in Miami, um, which also brings up the value of Tua as well because I didn't think that Tua was going to be that good. Um, or Tyreek, I was actually kind of avoiding both of them in the draft, and that was a big mistake as well. I invested heavily in the Matt Ryan and Michael Pitts and avoided the Tyreek Hill and the uh, Tua aspect. So needless to say, mistakes have been have been made on my side um, throughout this year, uh, but it's still been a really fun year. So I don't know. It'd be, I think it'd be kind of fun to maybe come up with a punishment or something like that. Um, I'll leave it up to maybe maybe the league winner gets to choose the punishment as long as it's nothing too crazy, um, nothing to get arrested or anything like that. Um, I don't know, uh, but yeah, I think that'd be kind of fun. So on this episode, we've got a lot of things we're gonna go over again: news around the league, um, waiver wire ads, um, fun things like that, the rankings, and so yeah. Without further ado, let's go ahead and check out the news. Watch the news. That's right. Watch the Powerball. Find out if you are going to win lots of money because of your injury. Odds are good not. Uh, by the way, <laughs> speaking of winning money and Powerball and stuff, I'm really bummed that I live in the state of Washington because um, I looked into before doing some betting on uh, fi- football and stuff like that. And lo and behold, Washington doesn't really allow that. You know, they're kind of no, no, no on that stuff. So. Um, I'm not able to do all these cool parlays that everybody keeps talking about and all that fun stuff. I, I just think it'd be really fun to try to do sometime, but, uh, maybe what I should do is I should talk to, um, Dion and just say, Hey, I'll give you like 20 bucks to put on a parlay. You, you, you tell me what the, how to do it. And you know, you can send me the money later. Um, the only problem is, is he probably gets taxed for my winnings and stuff, but I don't even know if that's legal now that I said it publicly in the world. If it's not legal that I'm not going to do it, but um, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta find a way, maybe move, just move out of Washington. Maybe that's what I have to do. Um, anyways, we're talking about the news though, coming into the news here. Uh, there's been a number of injuries. Um, nothing super, super duper top. I mean, there are a few running back, the was running back that was pretty big and a wide receiver was pretty big. Um, uh, but I think first what we should probably talk about real quick with the news is bye weeks, um, because that's going to give some context to the different injuries and why I'm talking about certain injuries. Uh, normally, if I'm talking about somebody, you think they're somebody of value, and they're really only of value if they potentially be picked up that this week. So this week, there's two teams. If you don't know, Kansas City Chiefs, Los Angeles Chargers. Those are the only two teams that are on bye week. However, there's a lot of fantasy points there. You know, Austin Eckler's out. Patrick Mahomes is out. That's pretty much Jake's whole team. So this week's is a loss for Jake, probably. Um, so good luck, anybody who's going up against him. You're getting a free win. Um, 
But uh, just a heads up but to think about, you know, some, we're getting to this part of the season where it's going to be kind of important to start thinking a little bit further than just this immediate week that we're, we're dealing with, especially if you're kind of locked into the playoffs. Uh, you may want to look a few weeks ahead because you have the ability to do that. You're not, you're not worried about losing a weekend and missing the playoffs. Um, but next week's a, what I call the bipocalypse. You know, there's a lot of people out, a lot of teams, the Browns, the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Giants, the Steelers, and the 49ers are all out next week. That doesn't happen again until week four, week or 14, excuse me, week 14. There's another bipocalypse where there's another six teams that are on by, um, but yeah, this week and next weekend, not this one what we're on right now, week eight, but week nine is pretty, pretty rough. So just kind of keep that in the back of your mind as you're going about your, your waiver wires. So let's talk a little about the injuries that are, that happened, you know, Mac Jones, uh, and Matt Ryan, I'm calling them the bench bros. They're not, um, they're not injured, but uh, as the name goes, they are both benched. Um, they got benched in their games and are being replaced by respective Backups. Um, I don't know if their backups are that much better necessarily. I like Zappy with uh, the New England Patriots, uh, but he still throws picks, so he's not perfect. He's not Tom Brady or anything like that. Um, but just so you know, Mac Jones and Zappy, New England. That's that's kind of they their QBs kind of up in the air, uh, which has a trickle down effect of who their wide receivers are, who are valuable there. Uh, Matt Ryan with the Colts was benched. Um, and is kind of being told he's benched moving forward as well. So unless the backup really, really stinks, I don't know if we're going to see Matt Ryan anymore in the Colts um, or really at all. Maybe his, he's going to retire at this point. Um, Russell Wilson, he he's the one that fights through injuries and things like that. Um, but I think he could use the restart. I mean, he was out this last weekend, uh, which was good uh, for, for the Broncos, even though they lost. Um he has a leg, a partially torn, is it a quad or hamstring or something? It's partially torn, so it's, and then he has his shoulder issue. So he could use the rest, honestly. Maybe that will help his vision. Um, I don't know, probably not, but he's going to be out as well, so he's another person to, that's not going to be available for you. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, I know nobody probably is picking him up. Or really, I think there's a lot of other options, interesting options at the waiver wire. But I did want to mention he went down this last weekend with an in- ankle injury. Um, and if he does go down, I mean, that's that's pretty rough for Tennessee. Um, I, I don't think Ryan Tannehill is amazing, but he's definitely better than their backup. And I think that would pretty much sink their season if he was out. So he might be out for once one week, but it doesn't look like all the things I was reading that's going to be more than – than like a week or so. Uh, but he did go down with a high ankle sprain. So, oh, speaking of real quick about high ankle sprains, I don't know if anybody else saw this, but uh, Chad Ochocinco was on, was trending on Twitter. Um, he <laughs> he has some interesting wives' tales type um, injury repairs. <laughs> he He would have his players pee for him, and he would soak his high ankle sprains in pee. And he claims that it would heal the high ankle injury in two days when normally high ankle sprains are pretty intense and can take weeks to, to heal. I mean, if you haven't seen that clip, go find it. It's easy to find on Twitter. But uh, Chad Johnson or Ocho Cinco interviewing, saying some crazy things. Um, yeah, <laughs> worth a listen. I can't, I can't play it because some of the things he says are you know, pretty inappropriate and I don't want to get my measly teeny tiny podcast banned or have issues, but 
it's funny. So go check it out. Go check it out. Um, moving on to wide receivers. Uh, Marquise Brown is still on IR. However, he could come back. So he could come back for the playoffs. So if uh, anybody's interested in picking him up and potentially dropped him, <clears throat> Mike, um, you know, maybe you go ahead and, and grab him um, if you're willing to sit on it. So because he, if he comes back, he could, and for the playoffs, he could easily win you a league for sure. Um, I'm on St. Brown, uh, concussion protocol. Um, the weird thing with that one is the coach came out and said that he didn't have a concussion. He just got pulled because of the new protocol. Um, I mean, he probably had some sort of head injury for them to think he did. So they pulled him, uh, the NFL, uh, NFL is being real careful with uh, concussions now, right now. So, uh, you could lose people pretty easily in games and stuff, but I, I foresee Amon Brain St. Brown, <laughs> Brain Brown, <laughs> Amon Ra St. Brown coming back next week. I don't think his concussion is um, too severe. Uh, Alan Lazard, he had a shoulder injury, could be out. Um, you know, that's probably why um, Aaron Rodgers was going off on all the different players. <laughs> he doesn't. He likes Alan Lazard pretty much, and that's and Sammy Watkins. Um, but other than that, it's not really, he's not too happy with his wide receiver group right now. Um, this next one, I, I could just say the Colts wide receivers. Um, even though Keelan Allen played the first half of the last game, I know they were easing him in slowly. He didn't look himself. He didn't really look like he was really trying too hard. So I don't know if there's something else lingering um, or what, but his hamstring was, was a problem. Um, he is getting older, so maybe maybe he's having a hard time coming back from this injury. Um, but yeah, he he's you got to keep an eye on him. I don't know what's what to think of him. Uh, Mike Williams has an ankle sprain. Um, his looks like could be pretty serious to like three to five weeks, so he could be out. So that's their one and two are gone, which usually means Joshua Palmer has a good uh, t- target share, but he's already been ruled out. It looks like. Uh, for that game, so I don't even know who they're who they're going to be playing. I I'm going to double check the Joshua Palmer bit because I was on ESPN and they said that he was out already, and I hadn't heard anything about that prior. So let me look it up real quick. Palmer, Joshua Palmer, according to our league, yeah, he had, he's designated as out. So let me look, look a little bit read on it. What what caused him to go out? Uh, he didn't practice this week. Uh, ruled out according to DeAndre Carter. Um, Palmer will get uh, potentially returned to action Sunday, November 6th. So he's out until November 6th. So this, uh, oh, because it's because the Chargers are on bye week. Duh. Wow. Okay. Well, that one, <laughs> that's probably why everybody's going to, your, your Charger uh, injuries are going to be, um, having issues, but because they're not playing. If you play any of them, you're getting zero points this weekend, just so you know. Um, but that is still kind of concerning that all three of them have injuries right now and are designated out. So um, keep an eye on it. Yeah. Uh, another one that was kind of interesting that popped up that I didn't really see much during the game, Debo Samuel. Uh, he has a hamstring injury and is considered day-to-day. Um, I, it doesn't seem like it's too severe. My big issue is hamstrings are kind of lingering things, and if, if they're not dealt with appropriately or if they're not – um, if they're too severe, shall we say, and they try to come back too soon, that's always a re-injury. You just can't get past them. Um, so Debo being somebody who's used so much, um, they may not use him too often 
and shift a lot of their focus to Christian McCaffrey. So Christian McCaffrey owners could see a big boost and Debo Samuel owners could see a, a drop in production um, just because of the potential hamstring thing. So he may just be a decoy or something like that. Uh, wide receiver, last one. Uh, good news, DK Metcalf. He went down with a knee injury during the game, uh, but all tests came back negative. No surgery necessary, uh, but it is probably one of those things where he's going to be out a few weeks um, to to kind of repair and and get better. Excuse me, sorry, I'm yawning. Um, so yeah, that was the last one of the wide receivers. Running backs. Uh, Cordell Patterson's coming back from IR. Should be back uh, this week, maybe next week. Uh, we'll see. Uh, when he does get back, hopefully he can maintain his um, consistent 20 points a game that he was doing before. That'd be awesome. Uh, I could definitely use that. Uh, J.K. Dobbins got moved to IR. The Ravens running back. Uh, that gives a big boost to Gus, um, the Gus bus, Gus Edwards, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but um, he's got bumped to, to IR. And then this one's really sad. Brees Hall with the Jets um, having a great year. Uh, easily could have been the rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, uh, or also offensive player of the year, excuse me. Um, but he ended up tearing his ACL and is out for the year. So that's a really big bummer. Um, sad to see him go. The Jets were doing so good. Um, yeah, which we could talk a little bit about this, um, because all the players were, um, are already on team. So it's not like it's a, a waiver wire ad or anything like that, but the jets traded the, for the Jaguars Johnson. Um, so, whoa. Okay. <laughs> uh, they didn't trade for the Jaguars Johnson. Um, but, uh, <laughs> They they did um, they did trade for him still uh, for the running back on the Jaguars which I thought was Johnson um, I'll have to look it up um, and see kind of who it is but what this does is ETN gets a massive boost um, which is super duper awesome he was he was doing great uh, Robinson that's it not Johnson um, so yeah James Robinson he got picked up. Um, it got traded over to the Jets. So I would imagine James Robinson's going to be their starting running back. He has incentives that if he makes it to 600 yards for the rest of the season, um, that, that draft pick goes up to a fifth-round pick as opposed to a sixth round. So the Jets are going to use him. He is a good running back. Um, so, yeah, I, I would be very happy if I was a James Robinson owner. Um, and then also ETN. Um, who is the other? Who is the Jaguars running back? He's been trending upward and looking like he could be a great, great asset. And whoever has the ETN has a guaranteed starter now too. So didn't have to worry about those splits or anything like that. So um, even though Bryce Hall is sad, it actually is really good for two fantasy players because of it. So um, yeah, the last injury that we want to talk about is tight end David Njoku. Um, his he has a high ankle as well, and it looks like he's going to be three to five weeks. And so, if you're looking for a new tight end, um, David Njoku's not going to be it for sure. So, yeah, let's go ahead and um, see here. Let's go ahead and talk about waiver wires. First bar, Bakery Regents. Those hoes are hard to frazzle, Max, but we did our worst, and that's all that matters. That's right. Let's go through our factory rejects. Those who are on the wave wire, those who are not good enough to hold the roster spot. What? What are we doing with them? Um, 
you know, with the two, there's definitely two QBs who are needing to be replaced right now because of the waiver wire or the bye weeks, Mahomes and Herbert. Um, Herbert hasn't been doing that great, so um, you're probably going to be getting as good of value um, for Herbert this week on the waiver wire. Mahomes, however, you're not going to be able to replace that very easily. Um, you might get lucky, uh, but you're not going to be able to predict it. Um, there is some interesting grabs. You're going to have to have some some cojones um, to be able to start them, though. They're not going to feel good when you do it. Uh, but the matchups are pretty good. That's kind of the, the key here. So uh, first off, you got Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is one of those guys who's great, mediocre, all that fun stuff. Um, but he still very well could be pretty good. Let's look at who he's playing this next week. Uh, going to QBs. Kirk Cousins playing Arizona, who is the 27th ranked uh, team defense uh, for quarterback. So um, it's a very good matchup. Very, very good matchup. The QB should have a good game that week. Um, with that, also, Jared Goff. Yee, that one's going to be hard. Uh, but he's playing Miami, who has the 28th ranked defense on QBs. So Another great matchup. Um, the other one, Trevor Lawrence, he does not have a good matchup. However, I always leave him on there because I just feel like he's on the edge of breaking out. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just in love with his long locks. Maybe that's what it is. Um, but the last QB to look at or keep an eye on this weekend, mainly because of matchup related, is whoever the Saints QB is. If that's going to be Jameis Winston or if that's Andy Dalton, I know they both throw picks. I know that that's a kind of an, an issue with both of them. However, um, the interesting thing is, is even though Andy Dalton threw three interceptions, he still scored 26 points last week. So he has the capability to actually do well um, and, and when he has a good matchup. And they are going up against the Las Vegas Raiders, who currently are ranked 32nd. So the the worst, the absolute worst team. Um, well, I guess, or the absolute best team to go up against with your QB. So if you're looking to try to find the best possible chance of getting a good week, go with one of those people, Saints QBs, whoever it is. Um, if it's Andy Dalton, I think you have a better chance than if it's Winston. I just am not a big fan of Winston. But like I said at the beginning of the show, I've got a whole section of, of things I was wrong about this year. So... Take it for what it's worth. Uh, but those are my four that I would say keep an eye on. And so with only two guys on by, you should be able to grab any one of those guys. And I'm the only other guy who streams. And I have Tua, who's playing a pretty good matchup too. Um, because Detroit is giving up lots of points to the QB too. So, um, so really, yeah, Jake and I forget who the other person is who's needing um, a QB starter. You got some good options here on the waiver wire this weekend. Moving on to running backs, um, there's only three that I put on here that I think are good, mainly because I'm still hoarding all the running backs. I'm trying to, I'm throwing as many darts at running backs as possible in hopes that you guys will eventually trade me for one of them. As we learned this week or today, um, nobody appreciates my team, which I don't blame them. And one in six, they got to, they got to show that they're a value before anybody else is going to believe in them. I'm like their mother who still believes in them which is kind of sad, really. But, you know, I still believe that they are good. They have the high potential. Um, nobody else sees it yet. 
nobody else believes in it and isn't willing to give up potential draft picks or, or high-end uh, players on the idea of potential. So, so yeah. Um, but I'm still throwing as many darts as possible. It worked out for me for Walker. Um, I think he, he's moved into my automatic starting spot. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But, uh, but yeah, moving on to running backs. Gus Edwards, he is an ad. Um, get him if you have a spot for him. Um, he's my number one pick of these th- of these options uh, because he is going to be the workhouse horse. He's the primary. The Ravens are a primary running team. Um, the Ravens are a good team still, um, even though some people may be jumping on the, off of their bandwagon. I still think they're a great team. Uh, so get Gus Edwards if you need a running back right now. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, he is the the starter for the Panthers. Um, I don't know if it was a fluke. Maybe showing how bad the Buccaneers actually are. I don't know. Uh, but he had a good game. Uh, 14 points and taking over that that team. Um, keep an eye on him. If you have a spot to just sit for a week, I would do that. I would pick him up and hold him and just see where it goes. Because, um, yeah, he, he could be the starter and be a, a, a great reliable asset. Or it could have just been one of those things that, you know, whenever a, a coach gets fired – Usually that very next week, the team comes out and wins. Like I remember the Chiefs, we went up against the Packers who were undefeated and we were like a one-win team and we had just fired our coach and Romeo Cornell came in and was the head coach and they just destroyed the Packers. There's something about when something big like that happens to your locker room that everybody rallies together, plays their best and catches the team off guard. But usually they come back to earth the following week. So with them losing Christian McCaffrey, I'm sure it was a big traumatizing shakeup in their locker room. And we'll see if they come back down to earth. So keep an eye on Chuba Hubbard. Um, That's why he could be good, but he might not be as well. Um, And then Latavius Murray, still mentioning him. Um, The Broncos are keeping him as their main guy, Uh, even though they said that um, Melvin Gordon is the starter and all that fun stuff, he got 11 carries, uh, Melvin Gordon did. And yeah, that's great, but it was for only 33 yards, so it's for 3 yards a carry. Uh, he had 2 receptions for 17 yards for a total of 6 points. Um, not really much of anything, honestly. Um, Latavius Murray, this that week, still got 8 carries, but he also got the goal line touchdown. So he got nine. So I do think Latavius Murray is more of the goal line guy. Um, if you're searching for somebody who can get you between nine to ten points in the running back position. Hopefully nobody needs that low of stuff. But if so, that's the guy I'd go for. Uh, wide receivers. Uh, Jacoby Myers might be a good good grab. Um, he was starting to do really cool things with Zappy. Him and Zappy um, have a pretty good rapport in my opinion. And... I think he could potentially be really good if there's a long-term um, QB stability there. Um, the other one, if you want to roll the dice, MVS. I do think MVS, I, th- I have hope that this is going to be one of those situations where the Chiefs have like turned a corner, they know what they're doing, um, they're, they're starting to click, and if that's the case, could this be where we start to see every wide receiver in Kansas City starting to be viable. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Um, If you're willing to hold and see, I would grab your Chiefs wide receivers. I think MVS is the last one that's not been taken. 
I think Juju's already gone. Um, but uh, I think MVS is still, yep, MVS is still out there. Um, the last one is one that's kind of a hidden under the radar person as well. Um, oh, wait, actually, is MVS? Oh, yeah, he is there. Marcos Phillips. I thought I saw him on a team for a second. Um, he is on buy, so that's why you may not have to worry about getting him now. But if you're a team who can look ahead to the future and, you know, stash a player, worth stashing. Um, the Rams. The Rams have Van Jefferson coming off of IR. When back in the day, they were passing um, a lot to Robert Woods. I remember Robert Woods was like their go-to slot guy, doing great things, blah, blah, blah. Well, they were able to let him go because of Van Jefferson. They think Van Jefferson is better than than Robert Woods. I mean, Allen is there, and he's not doing much, um, but I think they play slightly different roles. Um, keep an eye out for it. Um, I don't know how well he's going to do when he comes back or how quickly he'll pick up. Or even if um, their QB is going to be even worth, uh, Stafford's going to be good, you know. I, I don't know. Um, but he's one of those people that I, when they're coming off of IR, sometimes people forget about these people and just it's worth worth keeping an eye out. Um, I'm going to look up real quick Stafford. I'm just curious what his stats are and stuff right now. What is he doing on a regular? Oh, yeah, he's been pretty terrible. I don't know why he's even rostered still. Um, Fitzy, why are you keeping him? Um, seven points, 18, 10, six, 10, 11. Yeesh. You could get better than that for sure. I think off the waiver wire. Um, so maybe not, maybe don't go for Van Jefferson. Um, but keep in mind, if you like finding those sneaky people, uh, tight ends, if you're looking for a tight end this week, I think there's a few that are worth keeping an eye on Dal- Dalton Schultz, um, Denver or Dallas, excuse me. His issue is he's been dealing with an injury, um, he appears to be okay. He's getting, you know, around five targets, you know, or so a week. Um, still going to be targeted in the end zone and things along that line. And uh, what's his face? What's his butt? Um, the QB, I want to say Dalton again, but it's not Dalton. Um, what is his name? Dak Prescott. There we go. Sorry about last episode and not editing that section out. Man, I felt like a doofus. I thought about taking it down and editing it and re-uploading it, but then I'm like, you know what? Just own it. Like, take it. But Dak Prescott, Dak really liked Dalton Schultz and works well with him. So because Dak is back, I'm thinking Dalton Schultz might be a viable QB. He was really good uh, before. I just don't know the extent of his injury and how much his injury is actually hurting him and slowing him down. If he's 100% go health, um, then I would 100% pick him up and, and go with it. But it's one of those weird, like, I think knee meniscus issues where it's just, like, not so bad that it he can't play. But it's more of a discomfort kind of a thing that he's dealing with. Um, another one, Taysom Hill. Um, still out there. Uh, still got that great uh, situation where he might play QB snaps um, if one of the other QBs goes down. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for him. He could be... A really, really good one. And the Vegas Raiders, um, they're 30th against tight ends. So um, not a real great uh, option. So maybe you do the stack this weekend. If you're missing, uh, there you go, Jake. Grab uh, the Saints QB and Taysom Hill for tight end. And instead of, uh, oh, wait, but you don't have Kelsey. Never mind. Um, but I was going to say, see if, see if that is a good, good combo for you. Get the stack and get those touchdowns. Uh, the other person I was thinking about, 
I don't like chasing points, but again, I like finding those good matchups. Um, Mike Kosicki with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they're going up against the 28th ranked defense of tight ends, so Detroit. They're not very good against that. Um, so there's a good chance that maybe he'll get some targets, uh, specifically in the end zone area, uh, and go from there. Uh, hard thing is, is he is has a very, very low floor. So his low floor is almost zero. So, but what what tight end that's on the wave wire isn't a floor of almost zero. You know, that's pretty much going to be a guaranteed kind of thing. So um, keep an eye out. Like I said, I like finding those matchups. Another random one that might be good is Noah Fant with Seattle. They're going up against the 22nd ranked. And Irv Smith with Minnesota. Um, he's actually another one I want to toss in there. Irv Smith with Minnesota. They're going up against the 31st ranked defense against tight end in Arizona. So maybe Kirk Cousins is going to be going up against Irv Smith or something. Uh, makes me want to try to play the stack and just do um, Christian Kirk and Irv Smith. But I've already got Dalvin Cook, and I just, just don't want to – I don't feel like the Dolphins' offense is uh, uh, going to run everything through the, those three people. Um, seems like a bad idea. But I don't know. Um, we'll see. It's in the putting out in the ether right here. Um, that would be an interesting one. We'll see how that pans out and if I should have done it or not. Um, defenses. Let's talk real quick about defenses. There's some interesting one that I want to make sure I mention. The Jets defense. Jets defense is playing New England. Again, going up against rookie QB Zappy potentially next year, next week. Uh, Zappy does throw interceptions. Um, they're struggling to move the ball and stuff like that. So that could be a really sneaky defense to start if you need one. Um the other thing that's really interesting is the Jets are the fifth-ranked fantasy football defense this year. So there's eight people, eight teams in our league, and this is this team is still on the waiver wire, the fifth-ranked defense of all uh, for the whole season. So I would look into grabbing them, holding on to them, um, like looking at their playoff schedule as well. Let's see. What yeah, they're playing Miami, Seattle, and Jacksonville during the playoffs. So there, there's some interesting defense there if you want to grab them and hold them until the playoffs even if you don't play them until then but i mean they're they're going to be playing teams coming up here uh buffalo yeah don't worry about that one so new england rough buffalo rough bye so if you don't want to just leave them on the the waiver wire for three weeks that's probably okay uh but then they come back from the bye with new england again and then chicago minnesota buffalo oh man actually this is probably why everybody avoids them. My goodness, they got a rough and brutal time. If if the the Jets can keep up their record through week 14, they could be a legit team. I mean, they're playing Buffalo twice. They're playing Minnesota, uh, which is a good one. Chicago, eh. Um, I mean, divisional games, New England is always hard. Um, but then they get the, the Detroit and Jacksonville and Seattle and Miami. Yeah, they're interesting. Um, the other team to look into is the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. They're playing Denver. And again, if Wilson is out, um, another backups type situation, um, they don't probably, they probably won't be, Denver won't be scoring lots of points. So then it allows, um, Jacksonville to just kind of sit with like a nice 10 points. Even if they're not getting sacks or interceptions, I do think they're probably sitting at a nice cool 10 points for that this week. So keep an eye out for them. Definitely worth it if you need a defense. 
Uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up with the power rankings real quick. There was a little bit of shakeup. We moved some people's around. Some people stayed the same. Uh, we'll start at the bottom. Yours truly, read him a weep. I'm, I'm there. I own it. I take it. My team sucks. So um, not much I can do about it, really. I've been trying. You all know. You've all gotten trades from me. You've gotten so many trades. I've been all but begging somebody to trade me something that is you know, going to boost my team. Um, but it's probably not going to happen. So we're just going to ride with, Oh, by the way, just kind of FYI, the trade deadline is coming up to not this weekend, but next weekend. So if anybody is wanting to trade, you got to make it happen here soon. Um, just because of that. All right. Number seven, team Fitzgerald, number two win team. You're with me. Um, so welcome at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, even though you beat me. Um, yeah, we're both at the bottom. Uh, number seven, or excuse me, number six, Mahomes, chilling with Mahomes. Jake, I'm putting you there. Um, I know you just had a great win this weekend, but you're going to lose this next week because of all the buys. Um, your big hitters are out, and so I do think you're going to fall this week. Um, if you pull off a win, though, I will, I will guarantee I'll move you up. I'll move you up for sure. Uh, Gritty Gritty Bang Bang, you are getting some real rough, rough, rough injuries. Um and so you're kind of falling. You're falling to the wayside here, my friend. And honestly, Lamar Jackson, I don't even know what his problem is. But he's kind of kind of sucking it up a little bit here. You're the guy I should be trading with. But you're not willing to let go of some of your awesome assets here at wide receiver. You have some great wide receivers and absolute terrible running backs. Your, your running backs are averaging 9.4 points. Tony Pollard and Eno, um, Eno Benjamin for Arizona and Dallas. Like you're starting, your starting running back is a backup running back, um, because James Connor's out. Um, who else? Do you, that and that, oh, and then Daryl Henderson. Uh, you just don't want to play him. I wouldn't want to play him either. He's seven point five points. So that's the thing. I mean, dude, trade me, trade me some of your wide receivers. I've got running backs for days. Any, all my bench wide running backs could be better than your starting two running backs. Let's make a deal. But the thing is, if I give up, like, my number eight running back on the season, I'm going to want, like, here's the deal. Let's, I'll trade you Justin Jefferson. Give me Jeff Jefferson, and we'll make out make, – or no, I'm not going to make out, but uh, we'll, we'll make a deal. We'll make a deal. Uh, because Justin Jefferson, he's ranked fifth in wide receiver. I'll give you uh, the eighth-ranked running back and – anybody else that you want of my running back for Justin Jefferson. So you get two running backs for Justin Jefferson. You'll still have Terry McLaurin and Stefan Diggs as a starting running back, and you'll get an upgrade to both your running back positions. Then whenever your team does get healthy, you have Amon St. Brown that will come back and kick in there instead of Terry McLaurin. Dude, let's do it. We can make both our teams better. Gritty, gritty, I hope you listen to this. I hope you're listening, and you can make it. You, you, you can, because uh... literally we're a match made in heaven. Match made in heaven. We can make our teams unstoppable together. We just gotta have some faith. <laughs> um. Anyways, moving on. Number four, Phoenix Vladdy Daddy. My man, you are doing great. Your cuts are clean and your team is screaming. It is, I don't know. Watch out for Vladdy Daddy. He's coming. He's, he's pushing up the rankings little by little. Um, he's one of those people who is blessed with Travis Etienne. Um, with the whole trade situation, so his running backs look great. Mostert looks great. I tried to steal Mostert from him. 
And here's the deal. I do think it was a fair trade. I think Alvin Kamara and Mostert are comparable. I think you're going to get about the same kind of production either way. Um, I just was excited to potentially get the Detroit game that's coming up, Chicago's coming up, and Cleveland, which are like the three worst teams against the run. So, cause like I'm trying to buy wins. I'm trying to get wins right now. And I was hoping I could get three more wins just with, with that. Um, so I don't blame you for not accepting the trade. Um, but I just hope Alvin Kamara goes off for once then. Um, but yeah, you don't, don't most it's going to be good. The next three weeks, Mostert's good. ETN going to be great. Chase Edmonds coming on Debo though. You got to watch out Debo's injury. Uh, as long as it doesn't, you know, linger, uh, you've got you've got a strong team, my friend. Number three, Team Mess. You're doing great too. Um, I just feel like based upon the total points and everything with with it, I know he's ranked theoretically number one um, across the board. Like when you look at on uh, the whole team and everything and the rankings on ESPN, he's number one. I I think you're number three. I think you're number three right now, friend. Um, number two, Reed's Naughty Boys. You, sir, have a really good team. I'm scared to death to play you. Here's why. Here is why. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. You have the team that, I've, that I was trying to draft. I was trying to find the team and get the team that has strong running backs, like in like the top running backs, because I went running back, running back, running back, thinking if I get the top running backs, they're going to carry me through. Well, you got those running backs. You picked correctly. You have the number two ranked running back, the number three ranked running back. And um, let me look here real quick. What is that? Yeah, number 12 ranked running back. Um, yeah, you <laughs> you got it made in the shade, man. You have the team that I want. Oh, yeah, and you have Josh Jacobs. That's right. Sorry. You have the number, you have the number two, the number three, and the number four ranked running back in the league. That's ridiculous. You have the best running back team. That is why I put you at number two. Because in winter, when people throw less, your team is going to be really good. Uh, team Hurts, I have you. Uh, Hurts Donut, excuse me. You are number one. I give it to you. Number one. Because Christian McCaffrey, boom for your team. Still Jalen Hurts. Still Tyree Kill. Still Hopkins, Mark Andrews, A.J. Brown. You've got a great team. The only person you need to get rid of is Najee Harris. He is not good. If you could get a good player like that, uh, man, I like, like I say, I would trade you Tyree Kill because you could put, yeah, give me Tyree Kill or I'll take A.J. Brown or even D-Hop. I'll take any one of those three wide receivers and I'll give you uh, two running backs in, re in return. Um, so, again, you would get a boost in that last running back spot, and you have the, re the ability to replace what you'd lost with those wide receivers because you got Gabe Davis, who's amazing. Um, yeah, like you too. Hurts, trade with me. Come on, give me a wide receiver. I'll give you some running backs. Let's make a deal. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. Trust me. My team isn't that bad. <laughs> All right, guys. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap the show up. I hope you all do good, have good, and trade with Michael Dewey, a.k.a. Read Him a Weep. Have a good day. See you later.